Hi, everybody. Hi, Welcome everybody. back to a much-delayed episode of the Gaming News Power Up Hour, brought to you by Take the Studios. A lot has happened in the last couple of weeks, so let's try to catch up. Since we are back, I guess everyone needs to be introduced, um, probably incorrectly. So, uh, my name is Spencer. My name is Lee. Hi, I'm Dylan. Oh, we did it correctly. Everyone said their correct name. This is a big deal. If this is the first episode you're listening to, it's a big deal. Um, so we're going to start off this episode with our icebreakers, which is what we've been playing recently. Uh, Lee, what have you been playing recently? Uh, so I dove into a D&D um, game while I've been writing and stuff like that. Uh, the Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's a clicker game of all things, which I didn't think I would be into. Um, but I enjoy the dev team, and I like everything about it. And it's a lot of fun. Um, so I've been playing the crap out of that. And then I also just went ahead and started up uh, Neverwinter, which was the free-to-play uh, MMO uh, that they uh, did, and it's been a lot of fun, uh, but it also reminds me of how weird 4th edition was. I never went to, what is what what is that? Is that newer, or is that older? Uh, it's 2013, so I would say older, but they've updated it um, with tons of content, including books that just came out and stuff, so uh, it's definitely updated, and I think personally it holds up. Um, it looks just as good as any other MMO that I've played. Yeah, I mean, um, in the world of MMOs, old and new, 2013 isn't really old. It's kind of like medium because right. they can yeah. go so, so far back. Yeah, it looks uh, looks pretty cool. Um, it plays really well. I uh, I actually enjoy a lot of the stuff about the classes. Um, seems pretty fun so far, and I'm like, hey, it's uh, free. The one thing that I found super confusing is that you, I haven't found a way to spend money yet. So even if I wanted to, I have yet to find any way I can spend money. Uh, it's almost like, I'm like, hey, where do I put my money on this? They're like, uh, yeah, uh, no, no, no. You, you need no money here, friend. And I'm like, no, 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 but where's the stuff you buy? And they're like just scratching their head and looking away like, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about, stranger. We don't, this is an MMO, a free-to-play. We don't charge anything. So I feel like there's some kind of weird cult and they're hiding things from me. And I feel like I'm going to go in the basement of a church and I'm going to find all the microtransactions. Yeah, that's probably what you're going to find. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dylan, what have you been playing recently? So me and my friends have been playing Apex Legends. Yeah. Uh, the newest Battle Royale bandwagon. Eight Night? Yeah. So much better than Fortnite? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's actually pretty fun, though. <laughs> it's way better than Fortnite. Do you have a fourth friend that was left out? Well, you know, that's kind of... St- one thing that's kind of stupid about it is you can only have three people in a squad. Yeah, and you can only play in squads, so you can't play solo. You just play three people in squads. Um, but every other uh, Battle Royale game has a four-person mode. Some or some people just play duos, but a lot of people played in squads of four because uh, that's the standard for a lot of shooters. And now all of a sudden, uh, three people. So, do you have a friend that you left out, and how did you make that decision? 
Uh, well, we only have two. We usually just like play right next to each other. So, uh, but so we just have like a. It's a, they only have two play sta- playstations, and. So, well, yeah, because obviously owning three playstations in the same house would just be like weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want three PlayStations. No, no. Then they start getting all chirpy with each other, and they start plotting things. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so we have to deal with <laughs> we have to deal with a a, a random. Okay. Which is always. Right. Uh, it's uh, does Apex have the same uh Fortnite random there that it's like some uh some kid who's got a lot of Spanish being screamed in the background <laughs> by adults and what well, usually okay. sounds like a TV that's on turned onto a cartoon that's very that's loud, much, like in the next room. That's pretty much any shooter. Let's, let's be real about this. That's any shooter. You can get on, you can get on call of duty and that's still going to happen. It, it does. Yeah. It does. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, it's like, I just, uh, it, it happened. It, like, Four out of four matches on Fortnite for me, so it's just it just seemed a lot more pronounced. And it doesn't happen on Call of Duty because you can't even get in a fucking match. I have found though that you you hope for the twelve year olds because you know epigenetics and all that they're sort of bred to <laughs> play video games. Yeah, that's true. Because younger than that, and they only care about phones. They're like obsessed with phones. Older than that, they're like you know. Uh, what is it, kids? What is it that the children, human children, have puberty or something? I don't know. And all they right. think about is like sex. So the twelve-year-olds don't—they think they know what the sex is, but they only live the game. So you're saying twelve-year-olds—that's the perfect age. Yes, they're masterminds. They're right. fucking geniuses on that game. All right, hmm. tell them the police. Um, I downloaded. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I downloaded Apex Legends uh, on PC. I haven't played it yet, though. Um, I don't know why I haven't played it yet. I don't really have a good reason, except for the game I've been playing recently was Tetris 99, which is, again, a Battle Royale game, but it's Battle Royale Tetris. Um, Well, you like Fortnite, right? I was okay with Fortnite. I played Fortnite once. I'd play it for a day every two months. So, like, basically once a season I'd play. Okay. But, and you liked Overwatch? Um, I liked Overwatch fine. Yeah, Overwatch is fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. You should like Apex then. I, I, I bet I would. I don't have a good reason. I don't have any reason at all why I haven't played Apex yet. Um, other than being afraid of being partnered with randoms. Because on Fortnite, I'll play solo. And it's like, alright, this is fine. I never played as a part of a group on Fortnite. Um, and on Overwatch, I only played with Lee. And I was like, okay, cool. This is fine. I have someone in the group that I like to play with. Um, the only games I've ever played solo are asymmetrical horror games, like Dead by Daylight and Friday the 13th. For some reason, uh, those don't scare me as much as playing with randoms and uh, having to be good enough for strangers. Well, you've been <laughs> playing uh, Fallout 76 solo for the last month, unfortunately. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I hop on there, I'll get really depressed, <laughs> then I'll log out. Like, this game, Fallout 76 alone, is the epitome of loneliness. Like, if you didn't have any bad thoughts before, it creeps into your mind by being in that world by yourself, knowing <laughs> no one's going to log in and play with you. They're they're gone, and it's like, you're by yourself, all right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, like, what's keeping me there? It's it's like, like 
it's almost like this is the, this is the epitome of a, of a post nuclear experience. Yeah, everyone that you knew and loved was is dead. So it, so basically, <laughs> like it, my whole thing with that is like it is exactly how all Bethesda games would look like without mods. Well, so. yeah, I guess, and um, there there's not as like that. The problem I have with games like that, it's the same thing with Anthem, uh, is they rely on the multiplayer aspect so much to carry you through the experience that they don't. There, there's a lot of story in that game, but if I can't have someone watching my back, I don't feel safe reading uh, logs and computers and reading notes in that game. Like, even though there's a lot of lore, doing it single player, no, hell to the no. And then someone does show up and it respawns all the enemies. Yeah, screw that. No. Uh, so okay, it, but we might get back into Fallout seventy six, and we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there may be some reasons for people to get back into Fallout seventy six. Hopefully, hopefully, I posted a really sad uh, uh, tweet out there with a with a picture of me playing the banjo on that big stage I still have in the in the golf course. And I, I, I hearted it. I, I saw. I saw. <laughs> you poor thing. Um, I've I've also been playing um, Octopath Traveler. Uh, I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey because I took like two weeks off from that game and then jumped back in. Um, there was a mission I was avoiding completing because I was like, I'm here at the end, but I don't want to complete it because it's kind of this game has like three endings and it's one of the endings. But I went ahead and did it and continued to play to get to finish the other two endings because the endings don't cancel each other out. It's weird. There's time travel. It's weird. Um, oh, no spoilers. Just like Arkham Knight, how it had multiple endings and they were all progressively worse than the last one. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I've been playing that a little bit. Octopath Traveler. Uh, I've been playing because I, I, it's been sitting around for months and I haven't really played much of it. I put like twelve hours into it. So now I'm I'm getting back into it and I almost have all the people recruited and I'm gonna I'm gonna go balls deep into that JRPG. Uh, trying to work on the backlog. I had a joke written down. Like the proctologist always says, working on that backlog. But I could not fit that in naturally. Mm. Well, you just did. Well, just like the proctologist, um, you just forced it in. I, <laughs> I did. I did that. Okay. If Spencer, right. he's really got his finger on the pulse of, uh, you know, jokes. No, I don't. No, I don't. Oh, that's sarcasm. He's sarcastic. Uh, so now, uh, since we've gotten that out of the way, we know what each other's been playing, so we we can kind of gauge what mood we're in. I'm lonely. Um, Anna, over there, Dylan. He's uh he's angry and he's one third twelve year old, and Lee is in a writing mood, in a a reading mood, in a D and D mastering mood. Lee is going to do the gaming news rundown. Skybound Entertainment has canceled Overkill's The Walking Dead game, removing it from PC storefronts and canceling the console port due to poor quality and overall hatred. Now, if only the show could die, it already did. EA and Activision CEOs were named the two most overpaid in the gaming world, making as much as 371 times as much as the average employee at EA. Speaking of upset employees, Microsoft employees slash HoloLens devs are mad at the most recent military contract they've been forced into. VR Middle East bombing, baby! By the way, HoloLens 2 dev kit prices start at 3500 Another Microsoft rumor update, Xbox Live, Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Crossplay, and Xbox Exclusives, X going to give it to you, are coming to Switch. 
the unified future is upon us. Nintendo huge news. Reggie Fizeme has announced his retirement to be replaced by Doug Bowser. Hmm, ironic name. He is worth 40 million. Hope he enjoys family time. Also, Pokemon Sword and Shield was announced and looks like a massive improvement from Sun and Moon. With the Pokemon games being based in the UK and Brexit upcoming, I can't wait to see how long it takes to get your Pokemon treated at the Pokemon Center. Also, it's time to move on, nerds. Smash Brothers Melee is finally gone from Evo. This year, only Ultimate exists in the lineup. GG, all hell Bayonetta. Uh, you can thank Donald Trump for putting in the order to get rid of Melee from Evo. Also, Resident Evil 4 releases its 67,894th port, this time to the Nintendo Switch. Skyrim has nothing on this game. We uh, brought up Bethesda, so Fallout 76 has a content roadmap and big promises, but let's see what really happens. Another game that may shake things uh, up to grow, Overwatch released a new fighter and uh, teased seasonal ro roster rotations, and Red Dead Online releases an update to its dead online world. Speaking of dead, my time is over. Oh, that was a good segue into the timing. Uh, good job. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, do you want me to run down the last few, or forget them, leave them dead? in the ground dead okay dead, just dead. like the walking dead we won't bring him up okay <laughs> i mean yeah that's fine <laughs> I'm, i hope I, I stopped right before your favorite one no no you you, you kind of did but it's not a big deal outlaws of the Good. old world uh yeah you know. too bad we're skipping that all right let's go <laughs> on to the news oh man Oh my god. Okay, cool. So, uh, our first subject on the board, uh, Lee, would you like to go over this one? Uh, so, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield being announced? Yeah. It's kind of so, a big deal. It's a big franchise yeah, every year. Yeah, kind of a big thing. Uh, I was excited that it's not technically a portable, but it kind of is, because it's on the Switch. Yeah. And the Switch is that kind of weird, perfect little hybrid for like, if you just feel like sitting on your couch playing some Pokemon with no pants on, yeah, um, that's what I like to you do. have the Switch for your TV, or if you feel like sitting on your couch with no pants on, it's also portable. So it's it, it works. It's like, because that's mostly what Pokemon people do. But like, I as a person who... <laughs> as a person who likes fantasy, uh, I kind of like this whole um, aesthetic uh, with Pokemon a little bit. Yeah, it's like cool. three and, yeah, and the map looks uh, pretty cool. I like that it's kind of like a, you know, got a longer design to it. And I love the fact that they threw in New Vegas uh, at the very top. I can't <laughs> wait to uh, I can't wait to go to the top of the Lucky 38 and see Mr. House. And also the Nuka-Cola factory to the right. So if anyone sees the map, you'll get exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, my God, yeah. Man. Just Google the full map. Like, not the little bit they showed in the trailer, but Google the full map, and you'll see exactly what Fallout references Lee is making. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am personally looking for Quarry Junction right now on this map. I want to know where it is. Uh, wouldn't um, it be over there on the left next to the castle? Wouldn't you? Just yeah, probably it? so. That's probably it. Yeah. Probably so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah. How do you feel about the uh, the starters? Grookey, Scorebunny, and Sobble. Well, I know a lot of people are about the Grookey Gang, Grookey Gang, Grookey uh, Gang. They got a Pidgey. They don't need a plane. They got, they got a rival. Hope he got a brain. <laughs> so, like, I, I know Grookey Gang has been a big one uh, that everybody's about. Um, Jessica Negri was uh, posting her ample bosoms while dressed as a score bunny trying to persuade people to picking that. And most of my favorite people have revealed that they are, in fact, only three Sobbles 
in a trench coat, uh, and that's why they're always sad anyway. So I don't know, because if there's one thing millennials like, it's breast being sad and <coughs> saying me bumble things over and over. Well, um, I'm a Sobble. I'm going to pick Sobble. So I like... <laughs> I like water Pokemon. It's not just because he's some kind of weird, sad emo kid. Nah, you him. know, like you know, seven out of ten too much water. That's that's you. That that. Uh, <laughs> so, I got a I got a one of my favorite tweets that happened a couple days ago is when they're talking about um, uh, the three starters. Uh, Nathan Sharp uh, from Nate Wants to Battle was talking about it, and he had a tweet, and someone actually, like, drew it out. He's like, the new starters are basically like, you have, you know, hello, and monkey with Grookey. You have sniffle, sniffle, sad, sad with Sobble, and then you have, mm, what's up going on, Score fam? We're back again with another epic prank video, but first, please don't forget to smash that like button, and let's get to this video. He said he just thinks that Score Buddy just looks like a YouTuber. <laughs> That's kind of perfect. Hit the like button, hit that subscribe, and, hit the notification dings. Yeah, it's like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Let's try so, to get this to 3,000 likes. <laughs> oh, uh, and God. also, here's a, here's our giveaway from HelloFresh. Uh, <laughs> this coupon will save you 0.5% off your next order. <laughs> Are you sad? Here's a counseling company that's kind of shady. Have you heard of Squarespace? Oh, Dang. Man. Uh, don't forget about Ting in case you want to buy a cell phone and not have it work in Alabama. I feel like we're just attacking Philip <laughs> DeFranco at this point. Like only Philip We're DeFranco. definitely getting sponsors now. <laughs> we're we're going to uh, be sponsored by the Minnesota Police Force. <laughs> don't drink and drive. It, that's Canadian <laughs> shit. Click it or ticket. All right. Okay. So. Moving on with the Pokemans, uh, what a what did you think about like how it looked? Like there, there's like new rendering, new uh, shaders, and uh, it looks more anime-ish than the Let's Go games did. Um, the camera angles look better. I, I mean, battling looks the same, but how do you feel about how it all looked? Because it's a short trailer, so there's not a whole lot to break down. Dylan, Dylan, did you watch the Pokemon? No, I'm a fucking loser and haven't followed Pokemon since the OG. I mean, it's it's fine. It's fine. He's okay. I'm just I'm just gonna wait because we have Sword and Shield thus far, and I'm just gonna wait for the yellow one, which is Pokemon Gun. Okay, look. In my defense, Gabby Gun. Pokemon Gun. I just got a Nintendo system again. Oh really? So did you? I I did. Yeah, I got a Switch. I fucking oh. love it. And, um, yeah, I do plan on buying this game. Um, uh, did you get Pokemon Let's Go? No. I really needed <laughs> well, you to I... buy Pokemon Let's Go, because that transitions me into sales numbers. Pretend Does you Pokemon, bought Pokemon uh, Let's Go. What was the mobile Pokemon game that, like... Uh, Pokemon Go. Yeah. Yeah, I did play that, and, you know, world peace for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um... Pokemon uh, Let's Go is their first game on the Switch. Uh, it actually sold really well. It sold better than any Pokemon game. It's weird because Pokemon Let's Go was a sequel in the first game. Like, it's a sequel to the first game, So it's but it's still in that same world. Um, and uh, it's it, it takes place, like, 
years after Gary and 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 Ash uh, fought for for their weird uh, tournament and championship. But um, it, it's a sequel, but it also only features the first set of Pokemon, like the first one. But it ties into Pokemon Go and like how you battle Pokemon because you don't battle them; you just you just catch them straight up. Uh, and you can battle people, but you don't battle Pokemon in the wild. But it, it did really well, like 16.6 million sales. Uh, before that, Sun and Moon, which got away with gym battles, and people were really pissed. But that one still sold 16.14 million copies. Before that was the remake of Ruby and Sapphire, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. That one sold 14. Point one million, um, and that one didn't sell as much as the other ones. X and Y sold sixteen point three. Uh, didn't sell as much as the other ones, but it was like a remake with some dated quality of life stuff, um, like separated Pokemon Marts and and Pokemon Centers and stuff. But let's go. If it can sell sixteen point six million, and it's not a real Pokemon game, quote unquote, this game will sell yeah, like crazy. Could hopefully. be crazy. Because I, I think, like, for people that like Pokemon, and the one thing I can honestly say, too, it's just the fact it's portable is what usually does it for me because yes. I typically will buy a portable just to play it, get completely bored with it, and then sell it in the portable. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't play... I just don't... I just don't see sitting around in my house playing on a portable, you know, like a 3DS or something like that, when I have all this other stuff that I like. Um, and now it's and like, not I, just portable. It's like, I don't, I don't ever have to like wait in the line for my ride in like from school or something. You know what I mean? That's just not that kind of thing. Yeah. And now the switch is like, it's a home console. It's a portable. It's both. So they could, they could grab, they could grab more people just because it's a real Pokemon game, but also there's people that don't have the, they don't, they don't have the, uh, possibilities to play portable, but they would like to play it at home. But maybe they feel like you, like they they may not want to play on a portable while they're sitting on their own couch at home. So they can play it on their TV. And with the camera angles and the shaders and the 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 graphics they're putting into it, it looks like it'll look great on a TV or on the small screen. Right. Yeah. So that it, that was sort of my problem with the past Pokemon games is it was portable on portables. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not gonna buy a 3ds just to play Pokemon. I'm yeah, not that in. Just like that was the whole thing is it's like man I you know I like it I enjoy it but just on those portables I've just gone through so many of them just because it's like that's all I really played on it and I tried other stuff but I just if if it comes down to it I'm the type of person who would usually always play on something else. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't even really play games on my phone. I mean I really don't. Yeah. And and yeah, that's that that's where I think Pokemon Let's Go those games turn some people off because they're like oh this isn't like real Pokemon it's more like Pokemon Go and I get it it's the first Switch Pokemon game but everyone knew this was coming and they showed this one and it looks great and I'm I'm excited to see this one come to Switch and see what it can do I think it's just how people in general are and especially with games and stuff like people have this attitude that if if X thing exists Y thing can exist too so yeah. it's like. Oh no, if they play a, a Pokemon game that's not a full RPG, they'll never make one again. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. Yeah. Which, here we are with this one. I hope this one uh, sells well. Um, and I do hope they come out with a mixture version called Gun, but at the same time, I have to decide the most important decision this year is going to be, am I a sword or am I a shield? 
Hmm. Soaring all day, baby. Shield crew up in here. Ah, oh, now I'm torn. I can't choose. I have to wait to see what Pokemon are exclusive to what. I have to see what that actually means. Now there's rumors of armored Mewtwo's and stuff, and I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. So we're gonna find out later. We'll find out later. I'm excited. So basically, we're starting the negative zone early, everybody, because uh, this next story is really a positive way to start. I didn't. Uh, this isn't really the negative zone, about, but we're gonna talk about income inequality in America. Oh God, and no, we're not. We're not. It's not this is zone. a nope. really nope. good example. Nope. Spencer, this we, is not politics. We, this is people's lives we're talking about. We? <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, y'all don't want to get me started up in here. I'm going to be playing some Red Marches in a minute. <laughs> we're going to talk I'm about... <laughs> is that EA's CEO, Andrew Wilson, has no right to be paid, like, 371 times the median salary at EA. I mean, I'm sure he's a swell guy. Uh, I don't n- remember which member of the Beach Boys he is. Um, oh, dang. But, like, you know, I just don't He's think... Brian Wilson's nephew. Okay, okay. Um, well, wouldn't that be nice if we were all <laughs> paid what we actually deserve? Should be the name of that Beach Boys song. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> this this topic, if you haven't get, guessed, is CEOs in gaming. We're going to compare a couple of CEOs, maybe a few, uh, to each other. If anyone else has any other examples, uh, please bring them up as we go Oh, no. If, we, if we're bringing up EEA's uh, CEO, Andrew Wilson, and uh, uh, Activision former, you know, Bobby Kotlick, Kotlick, sorry, I mean, Kotick. Oh, <laughs> sorry, that's a hard name to say. Uh, you Boy, know, man. then I think we'll get there. Yeah, Kotick. I think his name is Kotick. Anyway, EA. Oh, okay. My, I, I really butchered that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, he he uh, he deserves respect, Lee. He uh, he's yeah, he's only the 45th I, most overpaid CEO. Okay, all right. So EA's CEO Andrew Wilson and Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick. They both made the top 100 most overpaid CEOs in the world. Um, Andrew Wilson was 98th. Good for him. Bobby Kotick was 45th. Lower number does not mean better. Um, basically, Andrew Wilson made thirty-five point seven million this year. Kodak made twenty-eight point six million this year, uh, which means well, how are, you know how are you supposed to feed your kids on that? You know, I know it's it's a tough world. You have to they choose between your seventh sports car and like you know feeding like your kids. I just I don't think that's right. You know, you yeah. can't eat on thirty-six million. It's just no, not right. Absolutely not. There's no way. Absolutely. How how can you fly in the people that you're going to eat? It, well, exactly, exactly. Which may or may not be kosher. We were still like trying to figure that out. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, just just for example, okay. So, um, with the difference in pay, uh, like Lee referenced, Andrew Wilson makes. Uh, EA makes 371 times the median salary at EA, and Kodak makes 306 times uh, the median salary at Activision Blizzard. Um, that's especially because there's not there's not a lot of disparity in the pay, and there's not like there's a ton of a ton of people, especially now, um, because you had Activision Blizzard, they laid off 800 employees. Um, after they posted a record year, um, 
and that was just mm-hmm. to increase the dev profits by 20%. So they laid off 800 people to make their developers look like they were more productive because there was less of them, which means they're doing more work, which means they're probably doing less quality work, and they're working for less than they're worth. That's why I'm 100% for a hard cap of a 10 to 1 ratio for CEOs. Um, I believe that no CEO should be able to make more than uh, 10 times their lowest paid employee uh, because if they want to give themselves a raise, then they have to raise the pay of the entire company. Uh, I'm sick of this. I'm not I'm not going to mince words about this at all. It's absolutely disrespectful. It's degrading to everybody who works in an industry that you are already chewed up and spit out because they will absolutely lay you off just to increase their own profits. And, and they also will ride you into the dirt to get there. I'm I'm glad that you got there because I was trying to struggle my way to talk about the median ratio. Um, cause oh, I ain't struggling at fucking all. I'm coming for these <laughs> motherfuckers. I was trying these to be overpaid vultures. <laughs> I was trying to These be so lecherous, nice. lecherous douchebags who should uh, be a fucking shame of themselves. The the median ratio be- between uh, uh, your average company CEO and the and the average worker is one forty two to one, which is crazy. Uh, Activision's was three hundred one to one, and EA's was three seventy one to one. So you look at the normal CEO compared to those two, and it's like, what the actual mm-hmm. hell? Happened here. I completely take back my entire position in our, our game. Do games cost enough podcast? Because after seeing this stuff, the profits from the games wouldn't go to the workers anyway. They would simply go to line the pockets of these cum guzzling scum fucks. All right. I yeah. am marking expletive on this one. Uh, sorry. I mean, you can no, no, you're it. good. No, no, no. I'm not going to bleep it. This is good. This is good talk. Dylan, like, this is how do you that feel? I'm super passionate about. These these two companies are the two that I hear the have the worst business practices. So that's true. I mean, you can see things coinciding. Uh, you know how I feel about EA. I've ranted about it a lot, <laughs> and it, I, I don't get into politics or anything. I don't feel like it's my place on earth to do it. But I see, you know, I mean, by any metric, a video game is an art form and sure. these companies are taken away from that. And it, it, I mean, you can see it, you can see it in the games that they publish. And uh, you can... <laughs> I thought, I thought of it. Like when you said that about the art thing, I just thought of like, like an obscene example. It's like, what if, uh, what if Van Gogh worked for a, uh, like a, a greeting card company, like designing the art and he, uh, he painted starry night, but it was for a greeting card. And he got paid five bucks, and the CEO of the company that sold it uh, made like you know like five thousand dollars or something. Like it's it's like like what did they do? Like what like what do these like CEOs actually do? How much on average do you think? Like what what does their workload really justify that? Look, you I mean the developers are the ones making the games, coming up with ideas, and all they're doing is marketing. How yeah. how much? How much is that worth? How much is marketing worth? They, Without no, the that's the worst part. They're not even marketing. They have people that do that too. Yeah, there's a marketing department. Yeah, the, I mean you're the, right. You're the right. The CEOs literally just—they are fed a bunch of ideas and they mark yes or no or maybe. And they're yeah, and they and have to be completely it. misinformed. I mean, or, do they not have phones? They could just look it up. It's they look at. 
how to make the most profit. And you, I mean, obviously they're making money, but I'd say so. They're making money hand over fist. So I don't know. You just you just see a I see lower quality games coming out of these publishers. I personally don't believe that this is a political issue. Um, I would disagree with calling it political because I don't believe that human lives and basic decency and respect should be considered politically charged. Um, it should just be no, a given. I agree, you know? but you can you can get really political really fast with this sort of topic. I don't want to get into that. Right. Uh, even in my personal life, that's not what I talk about. But... I understand. It's I... just like, it, it's ridiculous. So, so just let me just give you an example of these. Okay, so we're very disapproving of these two people and their pay. Uh, well, EA's Andrew Wilson was given a 97% investor support of his pay, and Activision Blizzard's Bobby Kotick was given a 92% investor support of his pay. So the investors so, thought yeah. they were worth it. I guess because all they worried about was their share prices, obviously. But then you had the scummy idea from Kodak of cutting 800 people after growth happened just to have a 20% increase in developer profits for that quarter. What? Oh, and and, like... and the investors are to blame as well because 92% of investors supported him. Um, and, and just look because, at... I mean... You go ahead. I don't know. Uh, okay, let it, me just it, give give the examples, or just let me throw out the the other CEOs that I had I had written down to compare them to. Because those are the first ones I thought of. What a, yeah, whatever you know, Nintendo. Um, a, a Reggie Fizeme just retired. He flat out retired. Nothing happened. No scandal. Uh, he's not dying. Um, which you know tends to happen at Nintendo. Uh, he's not really that old. He just retired because he had enough money and he had done enough stuff, and he just wanted to go back to his life of. You know, being with his family, playing games, whatever. You know, don't miss their childhood, whatever. Uh, he's worth $40 million. Andrew Wilson last year made $35 million, over $35 million, just in that one year. Uh, so it's kind of kind of annoying to see one CEO make so much. And I've seen Satoru Iwata take uh, his salary cut in half when the Wii U is bombing. And... To begin with, at the height of Nintendo's popularity with the DS and the Wii, he was only making $1.1 million a year after bonuses. So to cut that in half because of failures at the, with the Wii U is insane because EA had huge stock drops and their CEO made $35 million. Uh, To use an old Southern euphemism, if I had Andrew Wilson's money and he had a feather in his ass, we'd both be tickled. Uh, okay, I just don't. Absolutely, it's just absolutely <laughs> stupid. Like everything about it. Like, there's no way that anyone could justify to me that that person's worth it. Like, worth that. Like, I, you, I you know, I had the same. Oh, you guys do it again? No, no. I said I agree. Oh, uh, I was talking to somebody at work, and they had this huge argument with me because I said that it was stupid that NFL players are paid so much higher than teachers. And he was like, yeah. no, they deserve that. And so <laughs> like, Why did they deserve that? And he's like, because they, they have a skill that only a few people on earth can do. And I was like, 
Okay, and is that skill... What does that skill do for future generation? And he's like, well, that doesn't matter. I was like, okay, so... I was like, you know how in, you know, sports, major like major league sports and stuff, he's like, yeah. I was like, pro sports, they draft people, right? He's like, yeah. I was like, they take the best of the best. Not just anybody can play in the NFL. He's like, correct. I'm like, why do we not have the same, like, thing for teachers and police officers and firefighters and stuff? Why do we not want to pay them enough and actually hold, like, have those kind of jobs that matter have a standard? He's like, well, it's just not the same thing. Football is just like a skill-based thing. Oh just, my god! Yeah, I just gave up. I was like, "Whatever, all right." He, so apparently, throwing a football through something the size of a tire, forty yards away, is in fact more important than being a firefighter. That is true. Um, because I don't fewer know, people can do it. Right, right. I don't know if he knows, but John Elway keeps my house from setting on fire. <laughs> so, jokes uh, on well, him. Well, you're actually you're a Dolphins fan, so I'm pretty sure they've almost made you get closer to setting your own house on fire before. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's not bring up the '90s. Let's move past it. <laughs> Only '90s kids will remember the Dolphins winning. <sighs> oh God! <laughs> Shut up, everybody. I'm uh, a Dolphins fan too. It's okay. Oh, what, yeah. What's wrong with all of us? I We're all Dolphins fans. And hats when I was younger. <laughs> what is it about growing up in Florida? It's like, like, ah. Uh, well, anyway. you're not going to be a Jags fan, and if you're not a a stripper or a pimp or a drug dealer, you're not going to be a Bucks fan. I mean, I had okay. I I liked Warren Sapp a lot. I had one of his jerseys. As no, a kid. D- my couch right now has a Buccaneer couch <laughs> cover, and there's a Buccaneer blanket on top of it. I'm just I'm just making the joke. <laughs> it's just for the joke. <laughs> Burn it. Speaking of overpaid millionaires, no, I'm just like, um, but no, so like the whole thing is, it's it's just one of those things where I, I can't find a justification for CEOs. And when you see outrageous things like this, and then you see all the stuff about like Rockstar, you know, how they were treating, you know, their people and the long days and, you know, being laid off so quickly and just tossed aside, it, it's really hard to take up an anti-union position when people talk about unionizing in the gaming industry and stuff like that. Because other industries, like, if if the airline industry did this kind of stuff or whatever, like, I mean, that's not going to happen. They have a union. Now, unions are not the answer to everything. I think that there's definitely good and bad with them, but something's got to give. And obviously the, uh, you know, free market in this situation ain't cutting it with people losing their jobs and CEOs having, like, record pay. I mean, that doesn't, those two things don't go hand in hand. Uh, I would think that, you know, if you're ever going to have to have layoffs, you start with the top before you get to the bottom in any company. Oh, yeah. I say if you have to make cuts, CEO first. Who needs $371 million? um, uh, Nobody. Uh, well, what if you have to afford a um, castle? How can I? Yeah how how can I how can I afford a private jet? I don't I, have three hundred seventy one million dollars. I don't know. Like I don't. So the whole thing of it is, um, ah uh, no, that's getting. Hang on, I, nah, that's getting political. I'm gonna avoid that one. Hang on. Uh so, oh, Jesus, all this is getting political. Let me stop. Hang on. i got to refocus my thoughts. You guys go ahead. 
Not yeah. Like I said, it, it it is really easy to get into politics with this topic. But, well, um, you know, so by Andrew Wilson and Bobby Kotick having that much money, see, what's going to happen is eventually that's going to trickle down to all the employees because I'm sure they're going to give them all like raises. You know, right? Yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah, yeah where's that happen? new story? I don't they're see that new story. Nuts. Huh, I don't see that new story in our thing. Did you I think you missed that one, Spencer, on our note. I don't I don't see I that. did. I missed I missed I missed that. Um it involved this imaginary um uh, union of developers and how they demand certain rights and, and oh yeah, the regulations and how they're, you know, really bad for, for the country and the businesses that take advantage of them. Oh yeah. Anyway. So like basically I think the same reason that so many people will pick Sobble is because millennials are very sad people. Oh my uh, God. And that's because we're the first generation to realize it's called the American dream because you have to be a fucking sleep to believe in it. Um, Damn. Like, just, I don't know. It's it's absolutely just, it's disrespectful and it's dehumanizing to just see outrageous sums like that. And that's why I, I'd absolutely be for a cap on, you know, hey, if you know for you to make one million dollars um you know like uh in a year uh then your people need to be making a hundred thousand each yeah so and people go uh oh well nobody would start a business if that were the case uh good we we have too many games (laughs) if that's not doable good how many more (laughs) battle royale uh terrible mobile ios ports uh, and like you know, uh, crappy Steam greenlit porn games. Uh, can the market really sustain? Hey, some of those porn games are excellent. Uh, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Yeah, okay. maybe we'll do a podcast on that. So basically, what we've come to the conclusion of this topic is, is that CEOs in gaming. Fuck EA. fuck EA. That's what the conclusion we came yes, to. Fuck EA, as fuck always. Uh, don't Activision forget, Blizzard. yeah, Activision Blizzard, like they can go suck a bag too. Yeah, but really, <laughs> fuck EA. It's <laughs> just for the cactus, man. Uh, just getting in there, like you're, like you're trying to lock on the door and it's not going, and you know it's the right key, just twisting it, you know. Yeah. Oh my god. I only hope there's a god so that people like that can, uh, you know, burn in hell with their three thirty-five point seven million dollars. Oh my god. Well. You can fan the fucking flames with all that money. How about that, you piece of shit? Anyway, uh, now we get to go to the negative zone? Yeah, I paused <laughs> the sound effect and everything. I was like, I don't know if it's still going. Is the EA hate still going? I really don't want to bookend hey. this podcast with uh, Dylan saying he loved uh, EA game, um, Apex Legends. <laughs> and he's playing it, and he wanted to make love to it and marry it. And then he, you know, well. at the end said, fuck EA. So we're going to go ahead and go to the negative zone. Yeah, thanks for calling me out. <laughs> I'm sorry, Dylan. I'm sorry. Did you, did you have Did you have something you wanted to say in the negative zone? Well, I wanted to clarify. It's okay for a business to make money. It's okay for a CA, CEO to get paid like a million dollars, like the Nintendo CEO. CEO. Yeah, but, hands down. Go for it. Yeah, but there's uh, it reaches a certain point where it's just too much. Well, yeah, you reach a point of obscenity where it's an obscene yeah. amount of money that it's like, really? Are you are seriously? 
Now, I chose Nintendo partially because I had so much knowledge on how much they were paid at one point, and also they feel like they're on the very other end of the spectrum. Um, and I really, uh, I just really, I don't know if they should be that conservative with their pay, like a million dollars or whatever, but like they can go up from there, obviously, um, because that gives us but a reason to. I think the anyone could pay. agree, three hundred seventy-one times is too much. That that is yeah. way too much, and I agree with that. Um, but okay, so we're in the negative zone, uh, Dylan. I'm just okay. So I'm still on this one because here's my thing. I want to know how much does Phil Swift, the flex tape guy, make? I'm gonna because... stick my finger in this light socket. <laughs> because the whole thing of it is. Phil Swift, the flex tape guy, think of all the stuff he's had to do. He's had to stab a bucket before. He's got to slap tape on that wet stuff. He's had to go out in open water in a boat that's taped together and, like, sprayed. Like, he's done way more than Andrew Wilson and Bobby Kotick have this year. If Phil Swift ain't making as much money as them, something's wrong in the world. There's no justice. And I'm just calling it now. Hashtag justice for Phil. All right, guys. Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm just glad you didn't I'm bring sorry, up. That's... I'm I'm just <laughs> glad in the uh, CEOs and gaming thing you were so pissed that you couldn't bring up Tuskegee, Oklahoma. Uh, no, I mean because the whole thing of it is, I don't think Todd Howard is is overpaid. Um, I think that any man that has to live with the secrets that he does, uh, they deserve every every bit of earthly uh, comfort they can get because. They know what damnation awaits them. What secrets are you talking about, Lee? Well, you don't get to rape and kill two girls in like a Holiday Inn in Muskogee, Oklahoma, in 1992, and then become the CEO of a company like Bethesda, and there's not repercussion. Oh God! Like okay. this just doesn't happen. Yeah, negative zone. <laughs> We're gonna try this again. Let me get a different sound for the negative zone. Maybe it'll work better with a different sound, like the Grand Theft Auto wasted sound. Okay, Dylan. Negative zone? Do you have something, please? Uh, do I have a negative zone right now? I, I got the shit on EA. That's usually <laughs> that's my material. <laughs> uh, uh, Lee, do you have anything in the negative zone? I'm glad you asked. So, shit. I was personally looking forward to partaking in Dead or Alive 6. Uh, because after playing the demo, man, the game was tight. Uh, it like the graphics were absolutely incredible. I was like, man, this is gonna be a really cool fighting game. I myself like to dabble in uh, ye old fighting games now and then. Yeah, uh, and I was excited about it. Well, here's the thing: it's a full price game still. Um, you know, being upwards of fifty dollars, uh, yes. and there's already a season pass one out for the game. It is $93. And it's like... Jesus. If it's... So here's my thing. I get the it's just cosmetics crowd. If it was just cosmetics, cool, man. Dead or Alive 5 was a free-to-play game that has over $1,200 worth of DLC. If you don't believe me, you can go look at it on Steam right now. Dead or Alive 5, look at all the DLC. It's like $1,285.37 or something ridiculous like that. Um... They don't expect you to buy all of that. Uh, that same company did Dynasty Warriors and stuff. They throw out way more DLC than anyone's going to buy. Um, if it's just cosmetics, cool. However, the thing that I dislike intensely about this is in Dead or Alive 6, 
The first season pass already contains two characters, one of which is a fan favorite and one that isn't even announced. The problem I have with that is in fighting games, characters literally matter. Like, characters, like, change. Like, the meta can completely change and stuff like that. Right now in Smash, if you ain't got, you know, the plant thing, plant monster, what is it, chomp? Chomp plant. Piranha plant. plant. Piranha plant. That's the one. Barracuda bucket plant. If you don't have that, like, it's, I mean, you may as well, like, just not play. Um, Because that's just how fighting games work. The meta will change and revolve around one character. You need to know about the character so you know change it. So if you're basically going in like, I'm just going to pay the base price in the game, fine, that's cool. Hope you're not planning on being competitive with it uh, because you can't keep up with how the meta changes. Oh, also, hope your main from the other games that you're used to uh, comes over and you don't have to buy season pass number four uh, just to get them. That's the kind of stuff I don't like. I would be cool if they were all cosmetics, even stuff like new stages, um, new music, all that kind of stuff. Pay out the ass for it if that's what you want. I have a problem with that because to me, fighting games locking characters out for almost twice as much as the entire game cost in a season pass is kind of pay to win, is it not? Because if the character's really, really good, then how is that not pay to win? I, uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so I agree. you, you, you mentioned smash and that's, that's my territory, boy. Um, <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's where it, it really becomes reality because in smash brothers, Wii U, which was at the last Evo, that was, um, melee and, and Wii U for like five years. Uh, if you didn't buy the sins pass to get Bayonetta, you couldn't play as Bayonetta. And as everyone knows, because France, they're uh, the French Smash Brothers uh, organization or whatever. They literally banned Bayonetta. She was that good. If you didn't get the chance to play with her, then you're going to go in not even able to practice against the you know level 10 uh, character. You're going to go in and you're going to get wrecked. There was going to be a Bayonetta somewhere in that tournament that wrecked you because no one could beat it. Look at the champions for the last few years. It's Bayonetta. It's Bayonetta. It's Bayonetta. Like Bayonetta wins every time, all the time. Uh, and so, I've seen Piranha Plant put up the same kind of ridiculous numbers and stuff like that so far. Um, Team Ike. Team Ike. Uh, I got to play it for the first time the other day, and they kind of changed some of his stuff between uh, four, I felt like. Uh, I, he wouldn't. Yeah. He didn't feel quite as tight to me. Oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I agree with <laughs> you. Like... Uh, yeah, season pass that expensive is ridiculous. Which I, I'm cool with season passes. Um, even on fighting games, if they are done with respect, respect my time, respect my money, do those, and we're good. And the, the, there's yeah, no but, way dead or alive respects your money. I'm afraid of Mortal Kombat 11 going that same way. I hope it doesn't. Oh, It'll um, never be that expensive. They'll never do that. But, They've never done it. This is Japanese developers. This is something that sometimes they do. I remember Fire Emblem Echoes Shadows of Valencia on 3DS because um, I didn't buy 3DSs for Pokemon. I bought it for um, 70-something digital games and 40-something physical games. Uh, my favorite console of all time. Uh, Our resident Nintendo person there, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I didn't play Nintendo for a good while, long while. Um, I didn't play a lot of old Nintendo stuff. I didn't play a lot of... Like, I played very few things. Basically, the 2000s was Madden. 
That's all I played. I was that guy. Um, ooh, ooh, yuck. You probably also listened to Corn, which I know th- you did. <laughs> you knew I did, you dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, I just uh, thought about your family values, man. That's all I'm going to say. Because of that, I I'm played glad you brought up. I'm glad you brought up Mortal Kombat 11 because I'm a huge Mortal Kombat fan. I actually have been playing that recent, the Mortal Kombat 10 recently. Ooh, so yeah. good. Yes. Um, Ed Boon, listen to me, son. If you don't end up, <laughs> I, I better see Noob Cybot, Cybot announced. My I'm excited Scorpion. about Jade, dude. I'm excited about Jade. Her and her boast ad looks so cool. No, yeah. I do like Jade. And Scorpion is my main. But, come on, man. Noob Cybot. It's he's in your name, Ed Boon. Dude, he's it's got to come back. Backwards. He's got to come back with that fatality where he gets his clone and then tears somebody in half. That was the yes. sickest fatality. So, um, nope. I just just to bring up my point about Japanese developers, because I was going to a minute ago before someone distracted me with corn and Madden. Um, uh, <laughs> Fire Emblem Shadows of Valencia on 3DS. Uh, it was a $40 game. Guess what this first season pass was for that game? $50. Their season Ooh. pass was more expensive than the game on a 3DS game, and normally Nintendo's like, we don't know how to price this. All right, $10. Okay. And, like, they're usually really cheap with their, their DLC. They they were kind of cheap on their Fire Emblem DLC before that. And I don't know what what kind of Japanese ghost got a hold of them and made them, like, overcharge the white man. But they, they did it, and it was... It was the only DLC for, for for a Fire Emblem game that I didn't buy. Um, I've bought the DLC for every type of Fire Emblem game since Awakening, uh, including uh, the one on um, Switch, uh, Fire Emblem um, uh, Heroes and um, uh, Warriors. I bought on the mobile game. I bought plenty of of packs from them on that one. It's a free to play game, but that one was like, nah, you you you've lost my respect on this one. I'm I'm good. I'll wait for the next game. The worst, uh, the worst DLC uh, I've ever seen is definitely Train Simulator. Uh, yes, Train Simulator 2019. I just looked at the Steam store. If you want all the DLC, eight thousand seven hundred seven dollars and ninety five cents, uh, and that's yeah, with, with the base game costing twenty nine ninety nine. But they're also being a UK edition, a US edition, a German edition, a Chinese edition. Uh, so you have to choose which edition you want to get, and then you can... <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So that's pretty bad. Hey, you but... just gave me a really good transition. Can I use it? A transition? Yeah, go for it. Oh my god, why'd you do that? I didn't mean to take you off the rails. I'm sorry. Fuck! We gotta conduct this a better way, like... Do you have any more... No, this is a, no. I'll stop. I was just waiting for you to scream "choo choo." Like I really was. Just what a <laughs> dick move. <laughs> so, so we keep talking about overpaid stuff and not respecting our money. What if what happens when they respect our money too much? My negative zone is subscription gaming, which includes the EA Origin Pass, you know, the Premier Pass or the Standard Pass, five dollars a month. Oh, so that you can play- a month. So I can play Anthem, yeah. Or Madden. Yeah. They got Madden, dog. You better watch out. Um, or uh, Xbox Game Pass, which lets you play riveting hits like Forza or Sea of Thieves or Crackdown 3. 
Oh, don't forget State of Decay 2. Oh my god. So that that the, this is really it's aimed more at the Xbox Game Pass than the EA one, but the EA one kind of the same cuz for two different reasons. All right, let me just bring up the Xbox Pass I'm going to bitch about because they it seems like they don't care about the quality of the games they're putting out because it's like, well you're only going to have to pay $10 a month to play them. $10 a month after years is $120, you dick. I mean, I just paid double for the game. You got to think about that. Okay, so this is a problem I have with the subscription thing. Let's go on this. So it's not only that because so every company is going to end up with one of these subscription things. Yes. So you, especially if you're on console, because don't you have to have a subscription to this and a subscription to Xbox Live or PlayStation Plus? Yes. Uh, then on top of that, you have you're still having to pay for your internet monthly. So you have your subscription to your internet service, but probably not the only subscriptions you have. You probably also have a subscription to something like Amazon Prime. Uh, Hulu or Netflix. Uh, you you probably do like a Spotify or Pandora or PlayStation uh, you know, Now. Yeah, PlayStation Now. So you're literally running a subscription for everything. We're just going to become a society where nobody owns anything because everything's based on a subscription. Remember when people thought they were so smart because they were like, Ma, I'm a millennial. My stupid baby boomer parents are still paying for satellite. Oh, $80 a month? Screw them. And now they have subscriptions for everything, so it costs them $65 just to turn on the console to play a game, much less the extra $50 if they wanted to watch something from one of the networks they like. They pay $95 a month and go, ha, I'm a cord cutter. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Jesus Christ. It's annoying. But the most annoying thing about the Xbox Pass is, yeah, they have a lot of games, yada, 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 that, that you can play all older, um, which kind of hurts them on the, the budget game sales. These are games that they have on their Xbox Pass that those people would have got those sales in like holiday times when people are looking for cheap games as stocking stuffers or gifts or whatever. Um so that gets a little annoying, but you can play both sides of it. Like, well, no one would be playing these, and they probably get a cut. First off, there's no like, they're not there's no analytics on how how the cuts go down, how much of a cut these people are getting, if they're getting anything at all, whatever. But Microsoft's quality of game is what's pissing me off because last year they released the worst Forza in years. They released State of Decay two that was like. It was less polished than Seven Days to Die. If you've ever played that, then you know what I'm talking about. That's pretty bad. Um, and you had uh, Sea of Thieves, which was an empty, shitty pirate simulator. Empty <laughs> as fuck. AF, as the kids would say. Awful. And then their big start to 2019 uh, was Crackdown 3, which in a month full of all kind of big-time releases, Crackdown 3 took the sacrifice as... I'll be your shitty game for this month or this two-month span. Let me do it. I'll be out there to let you know. From you know, Basically, if you were going to rate a game that came out in 2019, you'd say, on a scale from Crackdown 3 to Resident Evil 2, how much did you like this game? That's Ooh. basically what happened. Um, so I'm pissed at Xbox and their Game Pass and that subscription model for the lack of quality games on there. Now, EA, can you say there's a lack of quality? Um, Anthem was Bioware, but really Bioware is like a tale of two cities. Like, are they Mass Effect 1 through 3 Bioware? Or really just two? Um, or are they Mass Effect Andromeda Bioware? Well, this is a different type of Bioware that doesn't care about storytelling. So, Anthem was kind of a disappointment. Um, Madden had a lot of bugs when it launched. It launched very close to when the premiere uh, subscription launched. I remember I got it right when it started to play Madden. I'm like, this is barely playable. 
I guess I'll cancel this. Um, and then Battlefield Five. Let me pass that to Dylan. Dylan, yeah. Do you feel like Battlefield? <laughs> do you feel like the quality of Battlefield Five was sacrificed because they knew it'd be a part of subscriptions? Um, I don't know. I don't know what happened with Battlefield Five. It's just I don't know if it has anything to do with subscri- subscription. They just did bad. They did really bad with it. They uh. So I don't know, man, because Battlefield Three, Battlefield Four, I loved, and I, uh, I, did, I did too. I, I've never met anybody who agreed with me that they loved those two the most, and they liked Battlefield Five yet. Well, there's I also like Battlefield One. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't, but it was okay. I look okay. So Battlefield One was one of those games that I didn't like that I put a hundred like hundreds of hours in. So I mean, I don't know. I guess I liked it on some level. Now they, I mean, they... about, like the maps in Battlefield Five, they feel just bland. Like there's like in a shooter, the, in my opinion, the most important thing is maps. And yeah. when you have a bunch of when you have a bunch of bland maps, it's just not fun at all. Yeah, and they, so like they they I've never seen a Battlefield Five ver- like okay, so every Battlefield game has like that map, so they have that one. Crazy huge map that's definitely like a vehicle slog fest, but it comes up with like a lot of fun infantry stuff. Um, and then they have that one map that is just an absolute infantry meat grinder. We all know about like super, super high ticket servers on Metro on three and four, and also Operation Locker. That. Yeah, hell yeah, we all know about those. The Operation uh, Locker. Battlefield 1, somewhat, whatever that one that was in the hills in, like, Austria or whatever, that was, like, kind of a fort, that was one I saw a lot. Yeah, I know know what you're talking about. That one is really good. Yeah, that was, like, one that I saw a lot. I have, Battlefield 5, I haven't seen an equivalent of. Like, I haven't, there's not one that I've heard anybody mention or seen. Well, there's not. And something I really liked in Battlefield 1 is the, um, you know, you could get the Zeppelin or the train yeah. Battleship. And they took that away. And that's something I did really enjoy. Huh. Now now with 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 EA, not only am I worried about the quality of games, like will the quality of games they're releasing deteriorate? Or will they not worry about uh what do you care if it's got bugs in the first two, three months of the game and it's barely playable? You're only paying fifteen dollars a month. They have a lot of indie games that they get the rights to for their subscription service. And I feel like that's going to kill any sales these games would have gotten. Because I guarantee you, the amount of sales they would have gotten from a 50 or 70% price cut on Steam is a lot better than being a part of a $15 uh, subscription that contains over 100 games. Your cut's probably not that good. Uh, just for instance, Wasteland 2, Director's Cut, um, and I'm just naming the bigger um, indie games. Tropico, uh, the Trine Trilogy, um, This is the Police. Uh, you had, I believe they have like Brothers, Hyperlight Drifter, Hover, um, Gone Home, The Flame and the Flood. Uh, they had... Are these, wait, wait, wait. Are, 
I, I zoned out. Are we talking about games, or is this all metal bands that I listen to? This, These are all indie games I really enjoyed that are a part of the EA Pass. I'm worried about their future, and the future of indie gaming entirely. Oxenfree, uh, they had... What's the SimCity ripoff? It's a better version of SimCity. City Skylines. Cities, Skylines. It's on there. Ah. The Witness. The Witness was one of the Game of the Year's uh, indie game, and it's a part of the subscription, uh, which is just really annoying not to mention that ea went out and started like buying little indie games that were already in development like a way out and fey and games like that like they've literally just dragged indie games over here and i i fear the future for indie games because being a part of subscription won't keep your doors open Mm-mm, not at all so uh th- i just want to bring up those like two. It's, it's now like with the subscription thing it's almost like being being a band trying to make it now, like trying to start and like get your name out there and stuff like that now. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a similar thing, like with everybody streaming and stuff like back in the day, I mean, you cut a, you cut a really good EP, people dig your song or whatever you, you get an LP, you know, like, you know, just music and stuff like that. Imagine like Led Zeppelin trying to come up now in the age of Spotify and like Apple music. Yeah. You get lost. You have to get lost. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of weird. Anyway, that, I, I just wanted. On... What? Do what now? Do what? What? Let's <laughs> <laughs> cut this out. <laughs> no, I'm keeping it in. That's saying this is gold. Don't get you started on what, Dylan? The music industry. Yes, I know nothing about but music, so uh, I won't. Uh, so basically, uh, to sum it up, because uh, I know all you listen to is corn and I think Saint Anger when you're working out. Um, <laughs> they're, not, they're, not wrong, they're not wrong, am I? I haven't listened to corn in over a decade. Just nah, to be fair. you still listen to Saint Anger no, though, you no. son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm laughing at Saint Anger because the snare on that sounds like a trash can. Yeah, he's. I've told him how bad that snare was before, and Spencer literally goes, "Yeah, that sound makes me mad, and it helps me live." And run faster. I've All never right. said that. <laughs> you you lie in front of all these people. You said that in your little red Mustang with the top down. I remember. There's no way I was being serious. I don't remember that. <laughs> anyway, so it's pretty simple. To be in the music industry, you simply sign a contract. And instead of giving your soul away to the devil like you used to back in the day, uh, you just give it away to whatever subscription service. Ah. So it's a it's an industry where you're paid to be creative, but you retain no creativity or creative control. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's great. Awesome. Yeah, anyway. EA and uh, it's kind of the same business practices going on with gaming industry. Yeah, uh, yeah. So and the subscriptions make me afraid of what it'll do to indies and just the overall quality of games from whatever publishers decide to do subscriptions because believe me ubisoft puts out so many games they could do the subscription model and their quality of games right now are second to none like i love what ubisoft does every year they're able to pull off high quality games um and really well made games and interesting and wait which ubisoft the the game company ubisoft yeah what the last two years they've had some of my favorite games um Huh. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really. I feel afraid. like you wouldn't have said that five years ago. I wouldn't have. Oh, 
after Black Flag and the Assassin's Creed's were shit and Blacklist was shit. Are we back on music now? What is this? No, no, no we're not. <laughs> I think Henry Rollins Black Flag or Assassin's Creed Black Flag? <laughs> oh my god. I think we I wanted Assassin's end. Creed where you can play as Henry Rollins. So my we've made it to the end of our podcast now. <laughs> That's mid. Spencer stopping it right as it gets good. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening, anyone who listened all the way through this mess. He's just worried about a minor threat of us taking over, I guess. <laughs> it's <laughs> not completely Fugazi yet, man. Don't you worry. You can find us on Instagram and, and uh, Twitter at Take the Studios or all social media at Take the Studios, YouTube.com, Take the Studios. Uh, you can find us individually on the inter- internet. My, I am at SYCO1316. I'm a lich named Lee. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Dylan's not <laughs> on the internet anywhere. He's actually, uh, he's not even on the internet right now. I'm actually off the grid. I'm he's off broadcasting from a secret bunker. He's like John yeah. Connor in Terminator 3. Oh my god, let's not get on Terminator 3. Um, the best Terminator. Uh, so. Oh, never trust the PG-13 Terminator. That's my <laughs> advice for you kids at home. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, hopefully we'll be back next week. Hopefully we won't have such a huge break again. Uh, thank you for listening. Again, share, subscribe. Uh, just thank you. If you made it this far, thank you. Thank you. Thank you a lot. Uh, we will see you next time. Yep. And fuck TV you. TV party tonight. That was a black flag. Black flag. <laughs> I love it. <laughs>